Hey everyone, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz. I hope you had a fantastic holiday season and a happy new year. Um, I took most of December off from podcasting, um, so I'm excited to be back. And my guest this week is awesome. We have such a blast. Um, and we actually recorded originally on Tuesday, and then I have moved to a new platform and it didn't work. We had technical difficulties. So we ended up re-recording this morning and it was even more fun than the first time, which I didn't even think was possible. Um, her name is Megan Gillespie and she is the founder of Boss Ladies and Babies. And it's just awesome. Her mission's amazing to help moms and support moms while they're, you know, raising babies and businesses. Um, so we have a great time chatting. She shares some really awesome tips on some things that she does um, in her business and some tools that she uses um, that help her stay organized um, just across multiple things. So it's a really, really fun episode. And I'm just so excited to be back. And I hope you have a great time listening. So raise a glass and let's chat. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, this week, I'm super excited to chat with my guest again, which I'll tell you about in a minute, um, <laughs> Megan Gillespie, and she is the founder of Boss Ladies and Babies. So thank you for joining me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much again. I am really excited to get to chat with you even more. So yeah, happy Yay. to be here. Yeah, so I mentioned this on my Instagram the other day, but we actually chatted on Tuesday and I had some recording technical errors. And so we're actually um, recording, re-recording this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, which, you know, that's very frustrating when that happens as the creator, yeah. right? But for me, I'm like, hey, I get to sit down and chat <laughs> yeah. with her again. I'm, I, you know, I mean, I'm sorry that happened, but also like silver lining, oh, right? We get to talk yes, even more. <laughs> I know. I love it. Um, yay. Um, so yeah. And do you want to tell us about, you know, your background, how you got to be where you're at now, you know, all of that good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So hello again. I'm so happy to be here. I am Megan. I am a new mom of two. I have a four-year-old daughter and an almost six-month-old son. So I have been really in the trenches with the newborn and kind of slowly starting to come out and see the light of reality again, which has been really nice to come out of that postpartum mm -hmm. fog. Um, but I am a mentor for mom business owners. And I have a platform called Boss Ladies and Babies, which was created when I was actually pregnant with my four-year-old. I was really struggling with this idea of being seen as a professional because I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I have worked really hard to establish this professional identity and what I thought I had to be for people to respect me and want to work with me. And at the time I was in real estate full time when I was pregnant with my first daughter. And so, you know, I, I was realizing that, Hey, I'm becoming a mom. And I had this internal battle with myself, this identity crisis of, 
how am I going to continue to keep up this professional front that I've built for myself and also be the kind of mom that I want to be? I want to be a present mom. I want to be home with my kids. I want to do all of these things. And I really felt like at the time, even just four years ago, people weren't really talking about this as much as they are now. And I felt super alone. I felt super isolated. I felt like I could not be the only person that felt this way. So I started my podcast, which Boss Ladies and Babies was the name. It was, you know, me as a boss lady with a baby. And I had my best friend co-hosting as well. And we would just sit down at the table, literally at my dining room table with my iPhone, having these really, yeah, it was like very, you know, very low key (laughs) and just, just for fun. Like I never imagined it turning into anything else. And we would have these very candid, very real conversations about, you know, me transitioning into motherhood. My friend had two older kids at the time and, you know, how it was balancing business and motherhood and all of these things. And so I really found my passion in doing this. And I really discovered I have something to say, and I think there's people that want to hear it. And so I continued to run my business as a real estate agent, and I continued to just kind of show up in this digital community I was creating and put out these podcast episodes. And in 2020, when COVID happened, real estate literally got shut Mm -hmm. down. And so I literally could not go to work anymore. And also, you know, as things opened up, I had a small child at home that I didn't feel comfortable going out into the world just yet. And so I decided I love what I'm doing with Boss Ladies and Babies so much. I'm I'm not going to do it as a hobby anymore. I'm going to dive in, go all in on this, and really put myself out there to help other moms as they're building their businesses with their babies at home and not making sacrifices, not having to choose between business and motherhood and and all of that. So there's a very long-winded <laughs> explanation of who I am and what yeah, I Yeah, no, I love that. And it's so true. I mean, it's so important to have that support. Like when they're little, even now, like my daughter's in seventh grade, my son's in fourth, like it's still a juggle fest, you know? And so very easy, like a slippery slope to kind of, I don't know, just feel like you said in the trenches and not supported. And like, am I doing the right thing? Am I present enough? Like all of those questions that run through our minds, you know, as moms. And the fear that people aren't going to take you as seriously if they know that you're a mom. And so, you know, depending on what your line of work is, really feeling like you have to fit into this mold of, you know, for me, it was real estate. So it was like, okay, I need to be polished and buttoned up and, you know, wearing suits. And I can't tell people that I'm a mom or they're not going to want to work with me. And I actually had uh, a mentor one time that I was working with when I was establishing my real estate career literally tell me. Never tell anyone that you're doing something personal. If you have a doctor's appointment, if you're at a kid's soccer game, just tell them I have an appointment. You don't want them to see that you're doing anything personal because you want them to only see you as this professional. And that in my formative like business years really stuck with me and honestly scared the heck out of me because then it was like, well, I'm a mom now and things are going to come up and... I can't hide that and and nor do I want to. And so, you know, just that fear is is so common. Mm-hmm. And if you are a mom and you're listening and you are a business owner, just know people are not going to see you as less of a professional because you have yeah. kids. 
we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but I'm glad that you're, you know, you're busting that myth. You know, you're putting that out there, like just showing that, like we're real people, you know, and I feel like people want yeah. to do business with people. So like they would, you know, you don't need to like, I don't put everything on display, but I mean, I also, right. you know, there's like that fine line, but I think, you know, people really do kind of want to know who they're going to be working with for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and you're still in real estate, right? I'm still in real estate. I do it kind of like more part-time now for referrals or friends and family. Um, and I've really just gone all in on boss ladies and babies. So, but I, I run two businesses. I have two small kids and I really do feel like I've cracked the code most of the time <laughs> on how to be able to do all these things that I yeah, want to do. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, what would your like number one tip be kind of, or like where, like if anybody listening, they're like, okay, I need that code, you know, like... So like, yeah. where, do you, where do we start? Like, so if- yeah, definitely. 100%, um, which is hard for me and I'm sure other people listening. I'm very type A. I like to have a plan. I like to stick to the plan, but that is not possible yeah. all of the time. And so really finding that flexibility and, you know, giving yourself grace, as cliche as that sounds, making sure that you do have some kind of plan in order to be able to do all of these things that you yeah. want to do, but with the undertone of flexibility. And if this plan doesn't go according to plan, I'm going to be okay mm-hmm. with that. And then also honoring the seasons of life that you're in, right? And so for me, knowing that I just had a baby and, you know, there was this big transition, I had to really take a a step back and realize this isn't the time for me to dive in and do, you know, these huge, big dreams I have in my business. And that's okay. This is the time for me to scale it back a little bit. Those things aren't going anywhere, But I know that right now, if I try to do all of that, I'm going to burn myself out. So what are my priorities right now in this season of life that I'm in? And how can I make those priorities happen? And then put everything else to the side, not throw it away, put it to the side where I'll come back Mm -hmm. to it and, you know, kind of just work with the ebbs and flows of the seasons of my life as a mom. Oh, I love that. It's so true because, I mean, I don't know. I remember when when my kids were super little, it felt like forever, but now looking back, I'm like, Oh my goodness, like they were just so little for such a short time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like with my four-year-old, especially having a, a new baby, it's like like looking at them like you were this little what happened? Like, just, yeah. Yeah. And so really, you know, it's it's hard when you're really passionate about what you do in business, right? Because you want to just go, go, go and dive in. And you know, you might make the mistake of putting way too much into that and missing Mm -hmm. out on things in your personal life, whether you have kids or, you know, just your own life. And so I think you just have to be super intentional about figuring out like, this is when I'm focusing on business. This is when I'm focusing on motherhood. This Mm -hmm. is when I'm focusing on myself and having like a flow and a system of how you're going to touch on each of those things each day. And sometimes that might be, I am 80% of the day working on business and man, I missed my kids today, but the next day it might be, oh, I was with my kids all day and business had to take a little break and it's going to all balance out. I don't think there's like such thing of a 50, 50 balance, but I do think you can have a unique balance that might be like 60, 40 or 80, 20. And in the end, it kind of all balances itself out. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Um, I'm listening to this book. It's called Mm -hmm. Embrace the Suck. And like he talks about, Mm -hmm. uh, it's really good. He's like a Navy SEAL and just 
kind of like leaning into hard times that, or whatever, yeah. like a challenge or specifically, but he said work-life integration. And I was like, oh, I like that. Cause they do like, it's so overlappy, you know, when you have your own business and family and personal. And so I was like, okay, I like that. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Yeah, I really like that too, especially when you are not trying to battle between like, here's me as a business owner and here's me as a mom. Like you really do integrate that and it makes it so much easier to find that like mm-hmm. balance by actually integrating it. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you use Trello a good bit, right? This is what we talked about on Tuesday to kind of map yeah. out everything. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you organize all that? Because actually right after our car call, I but like activated my Trello again and started like playing with it. And I forgot how much I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Trello has been a lifesaver for me. I know last time we talked, we talked a lot about how we love to put things pen to paper and like having notebooks everywhere. And we kind of joked about, you know, being elder millennials, like that's, that's so common for people our age that we grew up loving pen to paper and I can't shake it. And I love the paper planner. I love the notebooks. But it also makes things kind of tricky when you have to sit down and you have, you know, maybe a two hour window to get some stuff done before you have to tend to your children and you're shifting through all your notebooks and which one, which one? I I do that all the time. Which one is this in? And like, yes, yes. And so I want to say it was summer of 2021. I discovered the magic of Trello and it has changed my life. It's changed the organization of my business and managing my home. And so I use Trello for basically everything. I have, you can have 10 free boards within Trello, which is so cool. I feel like that's giving away so much for free. It's really all you need. Yeah. And so I have, you know, I have a personal board for my home life that has everything from like budgets to vacations I want to take, bucket list things, chores for my kids, every, everything that comes with managing a household is inside of that board. And then in the same place, you can have several different boards for all the different outlets of your business. And so I have a board for each piece of my business. I have my podcast, I have a membership community, I have a mastermind kind of mentorship. And so I have a separate board for each of those things to keep me organized. And for people who haven't used Trello before, when I say board, it's like, it's really visual. It's a visual, uh, your tasks are laid out visually, almost like if you were to take post-its and put them up on your wall. And you can actually move these things around within the board as if you were moving post-its around in front of you. It's so amazing if you have a visual mind. It is. And you can check things off of a checklist. I know we were joking about how we both have been guilty of writing down something on a to-do list just to cross it off because it feels so good. So you can do that inside of Trello. It's really an amazing way to organize everything in your business. And then So I have all these separate boards, but then I have a giant board, which is like the manuscript for my business. It's called my business blueprint and it's great for me. And also if I were to bring on a team member, it has every single inner working piece of my business from passwords to swipe text, to links, to testimonials, every single thing that I need all in one spot, including my big boss ideas, which are ideas that, you know, maybe I'm not in the right season of life for that I need to come back to and just simply writing them down in this space where they won't get lost gives me enough of that. Okay. 
I feel good about this feeling where I don't resent the fact that I did I don't get to do these things yeah. right now. And it makes it so I don't lose that idea and I can easily come back to it. So Trello is incredible. I feel like there are other more robust kind of project management systems mm-hmm. out there. But if you're just kind of starting out or if you're feeling like us where you have these notebooks everywhere, it's a really good place to start to get everything organized and ready to go without having to even pay for anything. Yeah, totally. No, I love it. I I do. Like we said the other day, like I use Asana, but that's with my my team member. And I really like that because you can assign and there's calendars and that's pretty like you can get pretty granular on that, which I really like. But then hopping into Trello, I was like, oh, this is what I need for like an overarching picture, you know, which was yeah. like, the visual helped so much. Um, do you have the free or the paid? Cause I noticed on the paid, which is also only like 10 bucks a month or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like the calendar and a timeline. I was like, Ooh, mm-hmm. I haven't upgraded yet, but I was like, Ooh, I kind of want, I like calendars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have the free and I do know with the page, you can do all of those things you were talking about in Asana. I'm pretty sure. And with the free, you can even do some of those things. You can set due mm-hmm. dates. Um, there is a way to look at a calendar, I believe, unless they've changed it recently, but I'm pretty sure there's a way to look at a calendar. Um, the really nitty gritty stuff you do need the paid for, but honestly, I have not had a reason to upgrade mm-hmm. to the paid just yet. Mm-hmm. So it gives me so much of what mm-hmm. I need. Yeah, I, without it's that. been really fun, like getting back into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm glad that you were inspired yeah. to do it because yeah, I'm like Trello. I feel like more people yes. need Trello. It makes it so easy, especially for those of us who love a pen to paper kind of thing, mm-hmm. because I feel like it's kind of that same gratification, but on a digital platform. Yeah, totally. Um, are there any other like platforms or tools or anything else that you use in your business or, and like, do you, you have, you said you have a membership. Where do, do you host that somewhere? Yeah. So I have a membership community called boss ladies and babies headquarters. And honestly, I was not ready to go all in and on something like Kajabi. I know that that is like so robust, but it's also so expensive. I and I just, too. I don't actually, yeah. but no offense yeah. I haven't worked like behind the scenes with it, but from like a customer, I do enjoy it. Um, But so I wanted something that was similar without the price ticket. And so I looked into a few different things. The thing that I found that I really like is actually called Podia. And you can house all of your courses in there. There's there's, uh, several different packages as well, price points as low as like, I want to say there's a free one. I think there's like a $20, probably 30 and a 50 and then like 70 bucks mm-hmm. a month. So really affordable and a ton, a ton of features. Um, and so you can house courses in there. You can have a community in there. You can even house like different coaching programs in there. I started with Podia, the, the most robust version, mm-hmm. and I found that my membership community members, they really didn't love a community that was on an outside platform that was harder to get to. They really preferred to have the community aspect inside of Facebook. Mm -hmm. So our actual community for Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters is a Facebook group, but then all of the things that come along with your membership, like education Mm -hmm. and all of that is over in this other platform called Podia. So I really like Podia a lot. It's really, really easy to use. I'm not a techie person at all. And so it's been, you know, the more user-friendly, the better. So I've really enjoyed that. It's worked really well um, for my membership. You can, all the payments and everything come out of that. So you don't have to, you know, worry about sending invoices or anything like that. 
Um, so that's a big one that I use. I also really love the Google Suite. Everything that comes along with it, like the Google Docs, the forms, the um, spreadsheets that are kind of like Excel, yeah. but way more user friendly. I like, never did ever like, learn how to like add cells. Like Excel, no. I, just, like, I can't, my brain does not work like this. I know if I get on Excel, I feel like I've lost all my brain cells instantly. And I just like freeze. Like, how do I, what do I do? Like, how do you right. do this? And so like with the, with the Google one, it's so easy. It's so user-friendly. I've been, you know, you're able to even um, convert like your forms. If you are doing like surveys or for my podcast, I do like a guest intake form. You can easily convert it over to the like Excel kind of sheet. And I was like, wow, mind blown. Like, this is amazing. I know. It's like, wait, I figured this out. This is so easy. I am not good with technology. So, um, so I love that. I love the Google docs. Oftentimes I'll do like a brain dump on a Google doc if I don't have my notebook in front of me and then move the things from that over into Trello. Um, you don't want to see what my <laughs> Google drive looks like. It is a mess because I have stuff everywhere on there, but that's what Trello is for to keep it organized. Um, yeah. So I love everything that Google has to offer inside of that suite. And then also my email marketing platform is Flowdesk and that platform is incredible. The emails are beautiful. For me, it's very on brand. Um, they're, they're very easy to design. They give you wonderful templates. It's, it's so cute and pretty and user-friendly, not clunky at mm -hmm. all, beautiful emails and really affordable as well. Um, and so that's been a really, really important platform that I like to use awesome. as well. Yeah. They're, I've seen their templates and their emails. They're gorgeous. Like I have yeah. not seen like, cause I've worked with a lot of different CRMs and I've never seen them like to that kind of design. It's there. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. They're really, they are really on trend and they give you a bunch of gifts that you can use as well, which are like so fun and cute to put in the emails. And again, for me, that's really on yeah. brand and um, their stock images that you can put into your emails are really beautiful and, you know, not so generic that you've seen yeah. it a million times. <laughs> so yeah, I really, I really like that. And email marketing is something that I have been kind of working on for the past, I don't know, like year or so. I've been slowly building my list, but um, I've been quickly going all in on it. I feel like it's becoming a priority for me and my business. And so that's been really yeah, fun. That's all, yeah, that was going to be my next question about like what you love, you know, marketing wise, what works for you and your business. It sounds like email. Um, and I love that you say that because, uh, well, also too, we, we'll talk about your Instagram in a second. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I think people forget like how, you know, it's how much how much we check our email. Like, you know, and everybody says like email's dead, but it's really not. You know, like I had a client recently, like it, they use a different CRM and so it ties to like how much business was generated from that email and it was like over two thousand yeah. dollars. And you can directly see the line to it, you know, and I'm like, this is so yeah. yeah, um email marketing That's cool. Yeah. So email marketing. Um, and I love what you said about how like people think email is dead and it's not. I feel like that's people have been talking about that more and more recently, especially when do you guys remember in uh, I think it was October of 2021 when Instagram like shut down for everyone? <laughs> that was, yes. And it was like, OK, OK, we, I've heard people talk about how you don't own your social media and, you know, we've you got to like figure out other ways outside of social media. But that was like an eye opener for mm -hmm. all of us. Like, okay, what do we do when Instagram's not right. here? <laughs> so 
I think that's kind of like what jump started me and I'm sure several people on, you know, realizing like, okay, email really isn't dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I personally, I like writing yeah. emails. I enjoy like writing a lot. So emails are fun for me. Um, but yeah, so other marketing things, Instagram, my Instagram was <laughs> victim of like that glitch, I guess, or something happened where Instagram is verifying my identity and they've been verifying my identity for almost a month now. I had to send them like a selfie holding my driver's license and they were supposed to either get back to me and open my account again or permanently delete my account. Is it deleted? So that, yeah, it said it's not deleted right now. Right now, if you log in, it just says like, there's no username, there's no bio, there's no anything, no DM. Just like, like scrubbed nothing. your profile. Yeah, and, and then it says, um, we're verifying your identity and this should take a day or yeah. so. And it's been almost yeah. a month. So, so I I've heard of that too. I think I, I can't remember if I mentioned this the other day or yeah. I wrote it on your thing, but I've had two different ones. Um, yeah, same thing. Just all of a sudden you go to log in and it's like whatever. Yeah. And then like, it was like three, three and a half weeks after just get like, they would forward me the email that they got from Instagram. And it was just like, sorry, this was a mix up. We didn't mean to do it pretty much like that. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like that? So it did take a little while. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's reassuring to hear because I've tried everything I could find online. I've talked to several people and everything that it tells you to try to do points you back to like logging back into your account to verify your identity, which you can't do. So it's just like, it's a giant yeah. dead end. It's like Disneyland. You and know, then like I, you have to like walk in those like rows. <laughs> yes. Yes. Except for you don't get a fun ride at the end. You get like another surprise. You still don't have Instagram. <laughs> so, oh, man. But so that's been, I think now that I've, I've kind of like, this sounds so silly, but I know business owners, you're going to understand this. Like I've grieved what my Instagram was. Yeah. I've accepted the fact that it's gone. And I'm not okay with it, but I'm, I'm moving yeah. on. I've learned mm-hmm. a lot. I realized that even though I thought I had this moment of shift where I'm like, okay, Instagram's not everything after it ghosted us back in October of 2021, there were many things that I still wasn't doing right. And so email marketing is definitely like one of the top things, but also keeping a backup of, you know, some of the things that you've kept in your highlights on Instagram. Like for example, my membership community, I've only had it open for just under a year. And I had a whole highlight about it that had everybody's testimonials. And every time we had a group call and all of these exciting feelings that came after it, they're all gone. And, you know, I've had all of my DMs where I was nurturing, you know, leads in there and that's all gone. And I should have backed that up. And so, you know, it could happen to anybody. So let me be the example. Back up anything that's important to you on your Instagram because it could disappear. Yeah, everybody's going on the phone right now. I know, right, right now, like pause what you're doing and back up that Instagram. In the meantime, other things that, you know, I really focus on to market because when it boils down to it, for me, Instagram is just fun. I don't get a ton of my business from mm-hmm. Instagram, really. And that's been part of like that grieving process for me. It's just a fun way to kind of, you know, if I want to be on a podcast, somebody can go look at my Instagram and make sure I'm legit or like, it's fun to post. It's fun to talk on there, but I don't get a ton of my business from there. So 
really other ways of marketing are just, you know, showing up in your email, which I keep saying, but also just showing up in front of places that have your audience. So whether that's talking on podcasts, speaking in a summit, even hosting your own virtual summit or in-person summit, showing up in Facebook groups, really trying to, you know, at least get in front of people. And even if you're not talking about business and selling yourself, just talking to people and putting yourself out there. And then even, you know, doing so in person and really just trying to make those connections, network and talk to people. And if anything from this Instagram debacle, it's been such a great reminder that I need to, you know, get a little more like feet to the pavement or whatever they say. And like, put that elbow grease in to actually like make these Mm -hmm. connections rather than just like feel like you're making a connection by posting something great on Instagram. So that's my rant on that. (laughs) (laughs) Because yeah, like we talked about the other day, like, I mean, marketing is, you know, when it comes down to it's about relationships, you know? And so, like you said, just showing up inconsistently, you know, wherever your people are and starting and building and nurturing those relationships for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And TikTok. I do have to say, I, yeah. I've been I've been going in on TikTok and I I think we talked about this the other day too but how much I do not like short format mm-hmm. video or short form video and as a consumer I really like watching it but as a creator it's just a lot of work and it's not the kind of work I want to be doing. <laughs> but I've been having fun on TikTok trying to figure out what my niche is over mm-hmm. there and how to kind of you know, connect with people on that platform. A big part of my business and this brand that I've created for myself is keeping it real and, you know, not not hiding a lot of what's going on. Like I like to be an open book. And so TikTok is a fun place to do that. And I've kind of released some of the pressure that comes along with creating these short form videos. And I've just been having fun and and seeing where that goes. No business from TikTok so far, but it's been really fun to kind of put myself out there in that way, which I never thought I would say ever. (laughs) Do you batch your content or do you just kind of make ones as you think of them or how does that? Yeah, I have tried to batch some, but for me, like often with that kind of stuff, when I sit down to be like, okay, I'm going to batch. It's like crickets. I can batch really well with like writing out long form content. I, I love batching that, but to get on the camera, it's kind of like, it's too much yeah. pressure. So I kind of just record them whenever, you know, mm-hmm. it comes over me. I'm like, oh, this would be a good right. idea. Did you say you don't, you don't like batching yeah, either? Yeah, I just, I, I, for whatever reason, yeah, I kind of like get writer's block or whatever, creator's block, and it just does not work for me. And yeah. I hate it too. So that's probably a good bit of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's definitely growing and people are over there. And so I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you mentioned putting yourself out there. So are there other ways or tips or, that you have for kind of like, you know, move pushing past your comfort zone to help, you know, great business and personal life, you know, all of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, we've always got to be pushing ourselves past our comfort zone, right? That's, that's how we grow. And, you so know, I started, <laughs> what's that? I know it is. I know. it. I mean, even, you know, this podcast now being on video, right? Like, it's that's like one of those things you kind of have to push through. And I remember when I recorded my very first podcast episode, and again, at that time it was just for fun, but I just, I, we just had our four year anniversary and I was still kind of on maternity leave. So I republished a lot of like our older episodes 
And I had to publish the first episode because it was so awkward and so uncomfortable. And I I put myself right back in that moment. I remember feeling so silly and just so stupid. Yes. Like, who cares what I have to say? And like, oh my gosh, I, I need to retake that. I need to, I need to try to sound different. I need to try to sound like this or that. And now looking at, you know, listening to my show now f- over four years later. And just like how natural it feels to me now. And it it's really cool to see that progression when you do put yourself out there. And something that you thought you could never do starts to become really fun and become natural to you. And then, you know, there's other people that look up to you like, oh, I wish I could do that. And it's like, you can. Mm-hmm. Like, I started at this really awkward, really low, <laughs> uncomfortable state. And now this is like second nature yes. for me. And so you know, just like a little bit of inspiration with that and a good reminder, you know, to kind of humble yourself sometimes that it does, it makes a difference when you put yourself out there and it something that's really hard can become something that you become really good at. And so, you know, you have to do that. And so with that being said, um, other ways that I'm trying to push myself is I started speaking in uh, virtual summits, which has been really fun. Um, I I get really shy, I get really nervous, I, I get really uncomfortable to be on camera, um, but the more I do it, the easier it becomes. And so it's been fun to speak to audiences and, you know, just kind of share what I have to yeah. offer. Um, I'd love to start speaking to in-person um, events, which that sounds terrifying. I feel like kind of hiding behind the, the camera makes it a little easier, but um, that's something I want to kind of branch into and push myself that way. And then also like we touched on a little bit, but, you know, in-person networking and, you know, meeting with people out in the community. Um, I have really isolated myself to my home. I think, you know, with having small kids and with COVID and just getting so comfortable in the day-to-day of being home and doing everything behind the computer screen, Mm -hmm. it's, it's become so comfortable that the idea of getting out and, you know, meeting people in person is like, oh, this big, scary thing. And so that's something I'm really focusing on this year. And there are a lot of amazing women entrepreneurs in my community. And so we've already been kind of like chatting with each other, figuring out how we can make some networking events. Mm -hmm. I'm putting together a Galentine's Day, just kind of like meet and greet for mom entrepreneurs in my area um, in February. And so, you know, just kind of like pushing past that okay, I got to leave my house and I can do this. <laughs> or at least like, you know, the whole thing, like not just talk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got to put real yeah. pants on for this. Like I can do this. <laughs> um, and then the last thing to add to is really investing in myself and my business this mm-hmm. year. I just went all in and signed up for this like giant coaching mastermind container, which was terrifying to me. The idea of investing such a large dollar amount into my business, you know, up until now, it kind of felt like even though I'm making money and this is my career, like it still felt just like a hobby or like I, you know, I wasn't good enough to invest this much into myself. It seemed really outlandish and something just kept telling me to do it. So I did it and I'm really excited to push my business to the next level this year. Um, Part of that program is actually a retreat uh, across the country from me in Florida. And I have been going back and forth about, am I going to do this? Am I not? 
I have every excuse in the book not to, um, but I'm pretty sure I've made my decision that I'm doing it. So I'll be flying across the country by myself, meeting with a group of strangers. <laughs> and so that's super exciting. Yeah. and really just like going all in that's on cute. putting myself out there and investing in my business. Yeah, you had your so. call, your first one the other day. How did it go? I did. I had my first one-on-one call with my coach and it went so good. And it just kind of, you know, it just solidified the fact that I am ready to go all in even further into my business. I've reached as far as I can go on my own, I feel like. And so I'm just really ready for that next step. And it went, it went so good. And I'm super excited to share my story about, you know, why investing in myself has been so beneficial and so impactful. And, you know, for anybody who's feeling nervous about investing yourself or feeling maybe like your business isn't good enough, or, you know, you, you can't do that. I hope that you follow along with my journey. Cause I really felt that way. And I'm excited to take you guys along with me and show you what happens at the end. It's a six month container. So I have big plans. Oh, that's exciting. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yay. Oh yeah. I was just gonna ask, um, where, where in Florida do you go? So this retreat is in Tampa, oh, Florida. Okay. So okay. yeah. And I've never been to Florida oh. and I haven't been on a plane since 2017. Yeah, so <laughs> forever, but um, yeah, I grew up in um, right outside of New Orleans. And so we had soccer in oh. Tampa. Tampa is beautiful. And like St. Petersburg right there, like you'll love it. And the Gulf, the water right there is really pretty. So isn't it totally different from like our coast up here? So it'll be warm yeah. and refreshing. <laughs> Okay. Yay. That's yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. My husband's from New Orleans. Oh, really? That's so oh, funny. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually from Seattle, <laughs> which is like right across the lake from New Orleans. And so, yeah, oh, cool. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, small world. Um. Well, cool. Okay. So now we're to your favorites. Um. My favorite okay. parts. Um. What is your favorite book? My favorite book is something I just read and I devoured it in like. <laughs> a week, I feel like. And it's by Jenna Kutcher. And it's called How Are You Really? I think it came out this summer. And it is so good. It's such a great read. Jenna Kutcher is just so inspiring anyway. Mm -hmm. And there were several times when I was reading her book where I felt like she was inside my head and took what I was feeling and put it onto the pages of her book. And it was just so inspirational and motivating and helpful in so many ways of life and business. So I definitely recommend that whether you're a mom or not. It's a really, really great book. Awesome. Yeah, I, I put it on our book list for next month. Um, so I, I didn't dive into it. Yeah, I just love her. She seems just like, I feel like I know her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So relatable. Like, it, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like I was reading something from my yeah. friend and like... Yeah. Just it's you can hear her voice when you're reading her book, which is so cool when that happens. Yeah, I love that. Um, what's your favorite drink? Favorite drink, coffee. Um, I do love champagne as well. And then I am a water girl. Um, I have to admit, like TikTok influenced me to get one of these Stanley cups, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. But it's 40 ounces, and so I drink like three oh, of these a day. Awesome. Because I love the cup yeah. so much and it's like so easy to drink from. So yeah, big water girl over here. <laughs> um, what do you do to relax? So uh, I don't love relaxing. I'm not great at <laughs> relaxing. It's very hard for me. So the biggest way that I relax is running. Um, I have been a runner my whole life and 
I definitely noticed like how tightly wound I was when I wasn't able to run long distances, like at the end of my pregnancy. And um, after I had the baby, I was not able to run at all for several months. And I noticed just like how much harder everything was. Uh, So I'm back at it again, which has been great. And it's like the biggest relaxer Mm -hmm. for me. Totally. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like I am not even been a runner my whole life. I played soccer, but it's just kind of the same thing of being able to just get out there and release energy. And yeah. 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 And like a lot of my best ideas come to me while yeah. I'm running. So you'll like see me running down the road with my phone, like voice recording <laughs> this idea. So I don't forget. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like bubble it's up. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, yeah. And check out, um, that marathon. It's in October if you want. To yes. And I'm kind of scared yes, to I'm get to a marathon, but whatever. <laughs> um, okay. What's your favorite thing to watch? Favorite thing to watch is definitely trashy reality TV. Um, most recently, we've crushed like The Voice and Survivor, and I love The Bachelor, Love Island. Just like, the, just the trashier the better. Actually, even too hot to handle. I hate to even admit this, but too hot to handle. It's you don't want to know. It's bad, but it's like so good. It just sucks you in. And it's just funny, like. I'm, you know, almost six months postpartum and I'm just like watching all these like beautiful people in their bikinis and I'm just like eating my ice cream like, <laughs> but I I just like it. I think it's because my own life is so like stable yeah. and there's not a lot of drama. And so it's fun to watch other people's drama. So no, it really is funny. Like, you know, it's just, there's a reason why we all love it and are drawn to it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And lastly, where's your favorite place to travel to? My favorite place to travel to, um, I think, would be Las Vegas. My husband and I, we used to go there all the time just because every time you go, it's like a completely different experience. I also don't love flying. So we could drive there or, you know, it's a really short flight. Um, But yeah, and I like the weather there a lot. It's just... I like the dry heat and it's just so, it's so much fun. So we haven't been in a really long time and we're actually talking about trying to go maybe later this year. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my favorite place. Yeah, it's fun. And it's really pretty too. Like, like I said, I've only been the one time right before COVID shut everything down, but you know, you hear about the strip and hear all these things, but like, there's so many mountains right around, mm-hmm. there, you know, and just like, it's the skyline's beautiful. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. really, and it's really clean, like coming yeah, New Orleans. It's, we're just like, wow, this is a really clean city. Like, especially for the amount of tourists that they have. Like, it was, right. I liked it. Yeah, I think I really fell in love with it. Um, for my thirtieth birthday, we took a giant road trip where oh. we drove from Olympia, um, to Vegas, but we went like through California, mm-hmm. made a bunch of stops. We ended up in Vegas for my actual birthday, and then we drove like back around through Arizona mm-hmm. and stuff and just driving through Nevada and just, you know, seeing all the places to hike there. And it is just so beautiful. And I think especially living in the Pacific Northwest, which of course is really beautiful, but seeing the desert like that is just, it's so different and it's just so, so pretty. Yeah, I totally agree. And like the, it's so sunny, you know, I feel like, mm-hmm. like oh, I just want to sit in the sun, you know? Yeah. Yes, I know. I lo- and the, yeah, the dry yeah. heat, you know, because here it's like, like today it's pouring down rain. My hair is like, like oof. <laughs> 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 
Awesome. Okay. So where can everybody find you? Website, social media, all that good stuff to follow your journey yes. and just to connect with you more. Yeah, definitely. So I'm everywhere at Boss Ladies and Babies. Instagram is still up in the air, but I think I'm going to create a temporary one. Um, So you can find me there, TikTok, Boss Ladies and Babies, Facebook. And then my website is bossladiesandbabies.com. You can find links to my podcast and everything on there as well. Um, And then my membership community, I just wanted to chat about that a little bit more. Um, You can find the link to that on my website. But basically, it's, it's Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters, and it's like a digital headquarters for everything that you're going to need in business and motherhood. It's full of community and education and support and accountability and inspiration and just really so, so impactful. Um, If you are a mom with kids at home, the women in that community are all there to support each other. They understand what it's like. You don't have to hide like your weird mom bun or your kids barging in the background. Mm -hmm. It's just such a sacred space where you can grow your business and your relationships and support your motherhood experience. So that's Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters. And you can find that inside of my website as well. Oh, I love that. So awesome. You said Karen's in it too? Yes, Karen. And yeah, I saw that she was on your podcast and I was like, yes. (laughs) I love her. Well, awesome. Well, yeah, thank you um, again for being so awesome about having to re-record and just being so flexible and great. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, thank you. Like I said, I'm excited. We got to sit down and chat again. And as a podcast host myself, like I could only imagine how that like sinking feeling of the glitch, right? It's just like, no. Like all the support. And as I like realized what, like it just never got recorded. I'm just like, (laughs) oh yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode and found Megan's tips um, as helpful as I did. And I also wanted to let you know that we just launched the Bubbles and Biz community. Um, So based on this podcast, um, it's just kind of an outreach of building community and supporting each other and collaborating and celebrating and and all of that stuff. Um, So it's less than Friday night takeout. Um, We have a networking happy hour once a month. And then you'll also be able to get on these podcast recordings as they're being recorded. So you can get kind of like a behind the scenes, interact and chat and network with, you know, it's a global network of entrepreneurs that come on this podcast. Um, There's also a monthly workbook and you'll also get access to my consulting office hour. Um, So yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Um, Super affordable. I wanted to make it that way. Um, And just the members we already have in there are amazing. So if you want to learn more, you could head to bubblesandbiz.co. As always, have a great day and we'll be back next week.